Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's Casey on the radio, the health and happiness show. Brought to you by Hudson Valley Hospital Center. A better place to get better. Hi, it's Casey. Thanks for tuning in today. We're going to talk about angels. Are they here among us? In minutes, you will hear a real-life angel story of the highest order that brought me to tears. And hear the bittersweet story of how a play intended for four outstanding actors has finally made it to New York with their buddy, Wonder Years dad, Dan Loria. And have you found your passion yet? A 10-minute exercise with El Luna can get you there today. We start with New York Times number one best-selling author, Karen Kingsbury, the angel lady. She's here to tell us about the second book in her Angels Walking series. Chasing Sunsets is book two. Things get very dramatic in book two, and there, there are different missions in each one of these, so a person could definitely start with book two. All right, but I want to go back and I want you to tell me about book one. Okay, so Angels Walking, I decided I would write just a gripping story about four young people who are finding their way in life and love, trials, tragedies, and among them are angels working desperately on their behalf. They don't know it. We know it because at the beginning of each of these books, there's a meeting, a town meeting in heaven where these angels have been assembled because they specialize in desperate matters of the heart, and now two are being assigned to go to earth, and that is called angels walking. And so when they're on earth, we know we, we know their names, we know what they look like, but they'll interact or they'll do a rescue or bring a message, and my characters are unaware. What? What? This is so fantastic. So, so the, the, <laughs> the humans... Oh, so fun. No wonder you're a number one New York Times bestseller. This is fantastic. So the humans don't know they're interacting with angels. No, they don't have any idea. They'll get a, you know, a volunteer shows up and is able to be in the right spot to push someone out of the way of a bullet, for right, instance, right. and save their life. And then, you know, they may disappear. They may be somebody who doesn't, they can't figure out where they went, but they really don't give pause to wonder even uh, what's happening around them. And they are in a state of trying to find their way through um, questions about life and meaning and faith. And these moments help. They help to shape them for sure. Now, I'm going to draw a very bad comparison. Just allow me, okay? Okay. Very bad comparison. It reminds me a little bit of the Twilight films with the vampires. You know, me too. That's what I, I was like, okay, why are these so popular? Because people are drawn to the supernatural. We want to think there's more than what, you know, going to work, commuting to and from work and paying our bills and doing our dishes. We want to think there's something else going on. And so we're drawn to the supernatural. And I thought, all right, if they can write about vampires, I'll write about angels. Thank you, Karen King. Kingsbury. Number two in the Angels Walking series is Chasing Sunsets. And before we get into this, by the way, the book, when you find it, when you go to the bookstore, uh, everybody, the book is beautiful. It's like orangey gold, and it has two people uh, facing almost towards the white light or the, the heavenly sun or something like that on the cover. It's a beautiful cover, so look for that. It's called Chasing Sunsets. But I want to know, Karen, I have a feeling, you know, have you ever had, have you ever had any contact with angels in your own life? 
We had the craziest thing happen. Yes, my dad in 2007, he suffered a massive heart attack. There were no, he just went from being awake, then he was out and there was no warning. My nephew, Andrew, was 12 years old at the time. He was there and he recognized something terrible had happened. He called 911. The operator talked him through how to give my dad CPR. My dad's in a lazy boy chair, so it's not ideal. 19 minutes go by. The paramedics show up. My dad is blue. He's non-responsive, no heartbeat. As soon as the paramedics take over, Andrew goes into the other room and weeps. He is so upset because he thinks it's his fault that my dad's going to die. And uh, about that time, in the middle of the chaos, a police officer runs into the house, goes up to my mom and says, ma'am, do you believe in Jesus? And she says, yes, yes, I do. We all do. And he says, then we need to pray that the power that raised Lazarus from the dead will breathe life into your husband right now because that young man in there thinks it's his fault and I do not want to see him go through life feeling like that. And so they prayed this powerful prayer. At the end of the prayer, they said, he said, in Jesus' name, amen. And in the other room, the paramedics yelled out, we've got a heartbeat. It was for the first time. So they got him into an ambulance, took him to the hospital, and he uh, had six more weeks with us where we had beautiful moments of singing and laughing and sharing memories. Nothing went unsaid. And Andrew, of course, was the hero through all of that. When my dad did pass away, my mom thought, I got to call that police officer. I got to call and thank him. She had his name. She had his badge number, calls the department where he was from, gives the information, and they checked, and they double-checked and triple-checked and came back and said, ma'am, we have never had an officer by that name or number work here. Well, I thought to myself, okay, all right, now that I am completely, like, that's just mind-boggling to me. Like, okay, so was that an angel? I mean, we'll probably never know this side of heaven, but it made me want to write about them. Karen Kingsbury, for the first time in my radio career, I am glad this isn't television because I'm a crying mess. That is a fabulous Aww. story. I mean, it's wonderful. And I do hope that this policeman is probably, I do believe that he's probably with your family all the time. He may show up again as, as something else. And we'll be looking a little bit more next time. And I think that's what readers take away from Chasing Sunset is they say, I am not going to go through life missing those kinds of moments. I don't know. For, I can't ever prove it was an angel, but I want to be aware that I'm not alone and there's more going on than I can see. All right. When is number three coming out and how many more will you have? Well, book three will be A Brush of Wings and that comes out in November right around Thanksgiving. Okay. And it's going to be four books total, but if it, it just keeps it's doing um, so well and the readers are loving it. It's, um, I don't know, sales of Chasing Sunsets are up like 85% over book one even. So I may, I have three more ideas. So we could, I could extend it. I wish you to become the Mary Higgins Clark of Angel Books. Well, thank you, Casey. That's very kind. And every time you write one, come back and tell us more. Thank you. I will. And, you know, you can actually read the first three chapters for free on my website at karenkingsbury.com. It's a great way to get hooked. I'm hooked already. Karen Kingsbury, Chasing Sunsets, book two in the Walking Angel series. Let me know if you want my free copy. Email kacey at whud.com. It's Casey on the radio. The Health and Happiness Show, brought to you by Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology in Mount Kisco. Visit thecenterforderm.com. Hi, it's Casey. This is quite a story. A play that was once intended for Dom DeLuise, Jack Klugman, Peter Falk, and Charles Durning has finally made it to New York. 
thanks to their friend, actor Dan Loria. You know and love him from The Wonder Years on TV and Lombardi and A Christmas Story on Broadway. Now, join him in the kitchen for Dinner with the Boys. Ray Abruzzo from The Sopranos and Richie Zavaglia from Donnie Brasco round out the cast at the Acorn Theater on 42nd Street. Always good to talk to you, Dan. Tell us the story of Dinner with the Boys. Uh, well, it was written actually a number of years ago for uh, four good friends, uh, Charles Durning, who was like my dad, Dom DeLuise, Peter Falk, and Jack Klugman. Wow. And I got to hear the four of them uh, read it twice. Um, actually, the first time Peter couldn't read, he was working, but it went over so well, and we all went to dinner, and Dom kind of said, you got to hear it, you got to hear it. We had so much fun. So we went over to Peter's house and read it, and he had such a good time that we ended up doing another public reading. And we were seriously thinking of trying to get it done at the very bizarre play. And then Dom passed away, and then surprisingly, Peter got very sick. That was a real surprise to all of us. So I put it away, and then, uh, well, this Christmas, this Christmas Eve will be the third anniversary of the passing of both Charlie and Jack. They passed four hours apart. I gave the eulogy at both their uh, funerals. So we pulled it out of the drawer, we reworked it, we brought it to New Jersey. Uh, I was the only one that said, ah, it's too bizarre, nobody's going to get it. It's a spoof on all the violence we're consuming. Yeah. And uh, we got 12 rave reviews, so uh, Pat Addis, uh, who was on the board at the New Jersey Rep, said, let's move it to New York. So here we are, and we start tonight. Break a leg. The show is called Dinner with the Boys, and I believe you're going to have some true angels in the wings rooting you on. Don't you feel it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's always uh, uh, the three of us. Uh, Rhea Bruto plays two parts, Little Carmine on The Sopranos, and Richie Zavaglia. We were all good friends with the four of them. So we, we enjoy when people like you call. We keep their names alive, you know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Dinner with the boys. So you're sitting around. You're having a conversation, you boys. And what are you talking about? Well, uh, we're, it's actually about a, a famous hitman named Leo, uh, whose backup, the guy who always set up the mark, was, his name was Charlie. Charlie is given his first hit, and he asked for the cook to be his backup. And, of course, they couldn't do it. They didn't have the nerve. So they, this play is about the two of them being punished. And we're in a kitchen, and we're eating, and I don't want to give anything away. You'll have to come to find out what the meals are all about. Oh, uh, there's something in and the sauce. There's something in the something sauce. Something in the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, at, at, at the beginning, some people don't, don't get it, but within, uh, by time Ray makes his first entrance, people are kind of rolling in the aisle. Oh, my you know? gosh. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, so where can yeah. we get tickets? Where? What theater are you in? Give us all the information. Well, we're at the Acorn Theater on Theater Row. It's on 42nd Street between 9th and 10th. And uh, you can go to the website dinnerwiththeboysplay.com. And right. there's all the information on group sales. And, uh, you know, we have... a. Uh, half price tickets during the previews. We have two weeks of previews starting tonight, and then we open May 4th. Perfect. And if the reviews are as good as they were in New Jersey, we'll be around for a while. Dinner with the boys. Now, this is a far cry from the Christmas story or Lombardi oh, yeah. or the Wonder Years. <laughs> 
well, you know, no actor likes to hang his hook on, uh, hat on one hook. You right. know, we gotta, and, it's fun. All right. Very good. Dinner with the boys. We are very much looking forward to this. We're going to send some listeners there with a pair of tickets. And we just wish you a very long run. Uh, it sounds like it's pretty comical, this show, right? Oh, there, there's so much laughter. And I have to, I take full credit for it. But still to this day, the funniest lines are Dom DeLuise ad-libs. Ah. Oh. So. <laughs> All right. Well, he'll be with you there in the wings, and we wish you a long run for uh, Dinner with the Boys. Give us the website one more time. It's dinnerwiththeboysplay.com. Dinnerwiththeboysplay.com. Dan Loria. I'm going to see it May 4th. If you'd like a pair of tickets, let me know. Email K-A-C-E-Y at W-H-U-D.com. Still to come, your passion. Find it and follow it. It's easier than you think. El Luna joins us next. It's Casey on the radio, the health and happiness show. Friend it on Facebook and follow it on Twitter. Casey on the radio. Fun and inspiration. with Dr. David Bank from the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Doctor, what's new with fillers? Can you explain what they are and how they work? Fillers are substances we inject into and under the skin to restore the volume that our face loses with time and sun damage. Okay, tell me more. We've had fillers available for years like collagen, Restylane, Juvederm, but we focus on filling the lines of the face like the ones from the corner of the nose to the corner of the mouth or the lines from the corner of the mouth towards the jaw. Now medical science has realized that these lines are causing significantly by loss of volume in the cheeks above. Now more than just filling the lines, we're adding filler to the cheeks above the lines. Does that make the face look puffy? No. If done correctly, it's subtle and looks completely natural. Patients often report that friends can't put their finger on it, but they say, you look great. We thank you, Dr. Bank. And where can we find out more information? They can go to thecenterforderm.com or call 914-241-3003 for a personal consult. 241-3003. Hello, this is Pamela Cuccinelle offering you the astrology forecast for the week. On Sunday, magic, inspiration, and love is triggered. However, the overall message may not, in the end, be the one intended. This is not the time to bury the hatchet of a grievance with a sibling or neighbor, although a conversation may be had. Monday, it is your choice whether to engage in an argument or disagreement or take another route. Instead, Think about what your response may be before you say it to control the fire. On Tuesday, make phone calls or have meetings. Projects started today garner the required support and follow through to success. When you get your errands and obligations done in the early part of Wednesday, it helps you get through the afternoon's lack of flow. Take advantage of Thursday's momentum towards a goal, especially one that involves romance, relationship, creativity, and or money. Friday brings May Day pleasures, although there may be some evening power struggles. On Saturday, you can kick back and enjoy conversation, music, and the arts, as long as you don't have a set agenda. Visit my website to find out about each day's mood forecast at insightoasis.com. Read Pamela's monthly forecast in Natural Awakenings magazine. El Luna can help you right now find your passion and follow it. Stay tuned for an easy exercise. Her book is The Crossroads of Should and Must. El Luna, you are talking to Westchester and the Hudson Valley and beyond via the internet. Where are you from? Well, originally from Texas. 
I would have never guessed. All right, let's talk about the book, the book, the book. And I really mean the book itself is awesome. It's How would you describe the feel of this book? Well, I really wanted the book to feel like a piece of art, like a painting that just happened to be spread across 176 pages. Right. So the book is half words, half art. The whole thing is painted. There was literally a moment when I was writing the book, sitting at my computer, you know, fingers tap, 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 where I just hit a wall and I thought, I can't tap anymore. And this voice came to me and said, ah, you should go to the wall and paint it. Nice! You painted it on the wall? So I stood at the wall, I put a bunch of large pieces of paper on the wall, I picked up my brush, and it was as though the words came from a totally different place the minute the brush began moving across the page. Now, granted, there were only like 20 words a page because it was such a big brush, but it felt so liberating to be able to to shuffle my my process and practice. Yeah, and uh, just one of the things that you painted across the wall and that landed up in the book is one of my favorite quotes. Uh, painted in yellow and orange paint. Let yourself be silently drawn by the strange pull of what you really love. It will not lead you astray. From Rumi. We are talking about the crossroads of should and must. Find and follow your passion. L Luna is our guest, taking us to those crossroads. And that's what it's all about. People say, I haven't found my passion. I don't know what it is. How do I know how to get there? And you have a formula for us, sort of. Can you tell us about that? I love this idea of these silent urges creeping up in our lives in the most unexpected places. Must or passion, whatever you, you might think of it in your life, is this intuitive pull. It's this thing that, that Joseph Campbell uses the verb, has caught you. I love that. Like, it's, it's caught you in its net. It's, you know, it's why somebody really loves uh, race cars and someone else really loves the symphony. How do we describe those differences? There's something about each of us that's really, that's really been innately caught by something in an inexplicable way. A, f- a friend of mine recently said, ah, so you're saying that the feeling of must in my life is like the feeling of being in love. When you know, you know. Right. I loved that. Yeah, that's good. When you know, you know. Somebody else said, um, you know, let's talk about the thing you can't not do. The thing you have to do, you can't not do it. You, you, it's pulling you so much, you can't not do it. That's when you know you're getting close to your passion. So why do you think people needed this book? I put a post up online a year ago, a blog post, and I titled the essay The Crossroads of Should and Must, and I put it up. It was an ordinary Tuesday, and I share things online every day all the time. But there was something about this post that had never happened with anything else I had put online. Within two weeks, it was tweeted to over five million people and read by over a quarter of a million readers. And I watched this happen, and I thought, oh, wow, wow, what is it that's behind this? What is it that needs more time, that needs for me to get to know it better? And so I spent a lot of time talking with folks, a lot of time learning about their stories, and at a very deep level, I found that there were massive currents of dissatisfaction in people's lives because they didn't feel that they were expressing the fullness of their gifts. And I thought, wow, if there is some way, if there is some way that we can just surface the questions that these people are asking, it might make everyone realize that we're all in it together. And so many people are raising their hands and saying, me too, me too, me too. How did you figure it out? How did you figure it out? How might something, what eventually became a book, be a 
kind of a, a hub around which these, these ideas and conversations were swirling, and that's how the book came to be. Okay. Tell us some of your shoulds and musts. Oh, wow. Well, one of the shoulds that I've really been dealing with, I, I make a lot of art, so my, my, my should um, early on in life was I should be a lawyer because I come from a long line of lawyers. Although I have painted and made art my whole life, there was something that just like I didn't quite get the memo, and I felt like I should go on to law school. But now that I'm stepping more fully and confidently into making art full-time, um, the, the, the must of making art is, is very clear to me. But now my shoulds and musts are evolving, right? It's been a while since law school. Right. Now my shoulds are no longer you should go to law school, but now they are L. If you're going to be a real artist, you should have shows in galleries. Ah. Mm. What an interesting idea. And one of the great things about becoming aware of our shoulds is that we get to ask it questions. And we get to kind of like examine it from all sides. When I look at that question, I realize that through time, having art in galleries has been a historical precedent for showing that someone is accomplished. But for me, for this particular moment in time, showing something on Instagram or on Pinterest is actually far more interesting to me because it's democratic, because it can get out there around the world like this blog post. And I've realized that what's right for me and for my life, maybe it's different from what's come before, is that I would really, really like for my art gallery to be Instagram, for my art gallery to be online, for anyone to see it, and for me to never have to edit what I am showing or what I'm not showing. Good, good. Um, I love, I just opened the book randomly, and it's, the, it's a little piece of art you made that says, how long will you wait to honor who you are? I was talking to a young man in the radio studio the other day. He's um, learning how to, you know, do radio kind of behind the scenes. He wants to be on the air. He's also taken up acting. And he's telling me about this strange turn in his life. And he said, one day I woke up and I said, I got to stop trying to turn off the light. Wow, I just got chills down both my legs. Mm. And yeah. I said, I am going to quote you. I am going to quote you. We've all got to stop trying to turn off the light. He wants to be an actor. He wants to be in theater. He wants to be on radio. He can't not do that. The Crossroads of Should and Must, Find and Follow Your Passion. El Luna is the guest. The book is so fun. It's so great. It's like holding a personal journal in your hand. It will definitely help you on your journey. Where, what can people do right now today to get closer to what they must do? If you'd like to choose must, you can do it, and you can do it today. And here's how. Block off 10 minutes in your calendar. 10 minutes. Now, I know everybody's busy. We are culturally addicted to being busy. So what I'm asking is a big ask. But find 10 minutes and block it off. This is sacred time. It's just for you. Show up to that 10 minutes and say, what must I do with this 10 minutes? I guarantee you it will begin to lead you towards that, that passion, that intuition, that urge. It's like a muscle, and it will get stronger. So today, just take one step towards what you must do. And if anybody feels scared by that, then you really must do this. <laughs> if that made you uncomfortable to think, I'm going to sit quietly for 10 minutes today and ask myself what I must do, you really need to do this. Something needs to bubble up for you. Where can we go to find out more about L Luna and the things that you blog and post and share? If you'd like to go and find this book, head on over to choosemust.com. Choosemust.com. Choose it. 
Hi, it's Casey with two things to note. I've moved my Reiki practice, Shine on Reiki, to Sky Baby Yoga Studio on Main Street in Cold Spring. Email me at shineonreiki at gmail.com and look for me at Mayfest in Cold Spring. Three days of music, art, and yoga. I'll be in the healing tent. More about that next week. Take a peek at mayfestny.com. Have a great week, but thanks for stopping by today. You've been listening to Casey on the Radio. Hear more at CaseyOnTheRadio.com. The information shared on this show is intended for general information purposes only. You can contact Casey through the website, CaseyOnTheRadio.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.